Many of us don't really know it, but expectations in golf is a very big deal. And how you create proper expectations for yourself and your game is hugely important in your performance. Let's tee it up. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Data Access Golf, the podcast. Thanks for joining me once again, I really appreciate it. So we're going to get away kind of from swing analysis, we're going to get away kind of from the uh, the winner's data and all that. And I wanted to get sort of philosophical today a little bit. So it will be a thinking Tuesday. And I apologize to those who don't like to think on a Tuesday. But this is something I've been thinking about for a little while. I've heard some folks talk about it recently on a couple programs. And it's definitely something that I focus on quite a bit in what I do for a living um, I, I consult quite a bit on organizations and management and how to create proper expectations for um, efficiencies and for getting better as an organization. But it, it really applies to golf very well. And I think about it a lot um, as, as we kind of run through it. So um, I wanted to kind of jump in then and talk a little bit about expectations, what are realistic and what aren't, and also about how to go about improving your game in the right way, right, with the right mindset. And kind of wanted to jump right in. I know that when, let's say, we, we hop in our cars and we drive to the golf course and we all love to be out there and we think about, you know, hitting a, you know, a beautiful drive off the number one tee you know, we get out of our, our cars, we pull the bag out, um, it's warm, it feels good, we loosen up, it feels good, we see our buddies, um, or we've got our kids with us or whatever, and we're really excited to get out there and go. And we, get, we start developing these expectations that we are going to uh, perform well, or we, there's definitely some of us that feel like, hey, you know what, I haven't really practiced it. I haven't really done a whole lot. So I don't really have high expectations and, uh, and go out there just kind of like whatever happens is going to be fine. And both are great as far as I'm concerned. If I had to choose the, the, the two out of the two, I would always take the lower expectation one just because it seems to be more realistic. Now, let me talk about, so, uh, so I was out one day with a good buddy of mine and we were, um, working around the course and we came up to a par three where it was, it's, it's kind of a longer hole. It's about 185 to two to, to 195 yards, somewhere in there. There's a couple streams and there's a green that's protected. It's got sand traps on either side. And this particular day, the sand trap was on the right side of the green and it was kind of tucked behind the sand trap. So my buddy stands up there and he kind of calls a shot. He says, yeah, I'm going to hit kind of a high, I'm going to hit kind of a high fade and just kind of take it in there and, um, you know, land it on the, land it on the green. And first and foremost, I mean, we're 195 yards out and the pins tucked behind the sand trap. For me, I'm just like dead center of the green. I'm not even going at that pin. I mean, for me, that's just not, 
It's not an option at all. I mean, from that distance, it's just, I'm going to the center, right? I'm playing the odds on this one. But he calls his shot, and you got you to be, you know, impressed with that. You know, hey, he's got some moxie there, right? Um, and then he, he stands up and he and takes a swing at it and he hits a high draw that lands, you know, on the backside of the green and it propels it down into the booger bushes, right? I mean, he's just in jail back there. And, uh, and he's upset and he's angry. And, and I'm sitting there thinking, who are you kidding, right? I've now played with this guy for quite a few holes and he hasn't hit a fade all day. Not one. And now, I mean, he's going to get up and hit a fade? It's ridiculous. It's absurd. What kind of an expectation is that? That's ridiculous. And I think sometimes that we as golfers get so results focused, right? And we do it in organizations as well, right? You create some kind of a goal. And so let, let me break this down. This would have been a far better situation had my buddy done this. Okay. There's the pen. Um, and it's tucked behind that sand trap. And I haven't hit a fade all day. So trying to hit a fade today is probably not going to work. Um, realistically, my expectations would be I've hit a high draw all day. Maybe I just take it at the pin and try to hit it into the middle of the green and have a putt at it. Right? That's realistic. That's what he's been hitting all day. Right? Okay. Now, so that's what he's been doing. Now, does the goal still have to be that he hits a high draw? I would argue no. It doesn't have to be. That shouldn't be the goal. The goal should always be what we can control. Um, And we talk a lot about playing unconscious golf, right? Where you just set up, you get everything in place, and you let it go and let it happen. Now, chances are he's been playing a high draw all day. I think it's, it's, it's good for him to expect that that would happen. But to try to make it happen is, doesn't work. That's not how it works. So what my buddy should have done is lined up and then had a couple practice swings, get a feel for what the practice swings were, feel it, set up, um, get a, his setup properly, get the target firm in his mind, and then put a good swing on it. Not No conscious interaction, no, no, uh, no trying to do anything, no forcing anything, but just let it happen. Okay? Now, how does he reward himself on that shot? If he goes into his follow-through and he looks up and he has tried to hit a high draw, but instead he hits a high fade, and he goes monkey ape crazy over it, it's stupid. I, I don't understand it. He's not a professional golfer. He hasn't been on he hasn't been out hitting high fades all day. It's an anomaly. It's just an anomaly. To get upset over that is insanity to me. What he should have done is if he got up and he set up, he pictured the shot, he had a target in his mind, and he he basically controlled everything that was available to him to control right? From a conscious mind. He then has to step back and let it happen and let the movement just go. But he should have rewarded himself for putting a good swing on it, staying committed to a target, staying committed to being outside of his head and sort of focused and staying in the moment. That's all he can control. And that's all that you should reward or punish yourself on. If you want to punish yourself, which I think, again, stupid at golf. I mean, that's no fun. 
But in order for golf or business or anything else to progress, we need to make sure that we are putting our um, expectations on the effort portion of what we're trying to do, not the result. The result always takes care of itself if we are always rewarding the effort. And why does that happen? It's because when we are rewarding the effort, when we are rewarding the thing that we can actually control, we are creating a situation where we can enjoy it, where we can feel ourselves progress. And we as humans, when we're progressing and we're getting better and we're making these small accomplishments, the results always come. So it's not ever the shot. The shots will come. But as we start rewarding ourselves for doing the things that we can control and we start managing our expectations to, be, to reward ourselves and be happy about the things we can control, then everything else will take care of itself. Right? So if you go to a driving range and you want to work on hitting a high draw, then what you need to do is set up and get yourself into a place where you can manipulate the club in a way where you are coming from more from the inside and you're releasing the club in a way where you're hitting a nice high draw. And then you work on that. And then you know to hit a high draw, you have a series of steps that you like to set up and get going. And then you put a good swing on the ball and hope for the best. And the more you reward yourself on, or we reward ourselves on, uh, setting up and doing those things, those things properly, of rewarding the effort of being... Um, of feeling content and feeling good about the effort we put forth, then that's the way that we can improve. As soon as we start freaking out and become results focused, then the effort portion of it, the learning portion of it, that starts suffering because we're not getting the results we want. We need to suspend this this ridiculous pursuit of wanting to be uh, really, really good but not doing it the way in which we can become really good, right? So you have to fall in love. We all have to fall in love with the process. And the only way to fall in love with the process is rewarding ourselves when we put forth the appropriate and correct effort. And I hope that that makes some sense, right? So if we get up to, let's say we get up to line up a 10-foot putt right? It seems pretty straight. It looks pretty straight. We've looked at it. We put, we get all lined up. We've got soft hands. We've kind of run through all thing and then we just let it happen and we put a good roll on the ball and it happens to break a little left when it gets to the hole and we miss the putt. It's stupid to freak out that we missed the putt. Dumb. We can see in our benchmarks that you miss 10 footers quite often, right? But we should instead reward ourselves for putting a really good motion on the putt. Maybe we read the green a little bit incorrectly. Okay, so what? But if we started the ball on the intended target and we did everything properly to send that ball on the intended target, then that was a total success. Maybe we need to learn how to read greens a little bit better, right? Maybe this one was just tricky. Maybe there was a big footprint on the way there that knocked it off. But as long as we're always rewarding ourselves for doing the proper, or taking the proper steps and making the proper effort, then we have to be able to reward ourselves. Okay, and this goes for us as we're working as golfers. This goes for raising children, right? I find it so ridiculous that we wait to reward or punish children based on their report card. That's ridiculous. 
That's, that is so insane to me. If you see them doing homework, tell them how impressed you are you're do, they're doing their homework. If they come home and you see them practicing a speech or they come home and have a question about their homework, you tell them how proud you are of them that they had a question and they've been looking at their homework. And then you watch the results of these kids. They'll go crazy because it's the effort. If you have an employee and you've set up, you've done a good job as a manager and you've set up goals and you've created tasks and you've done all these things to try to help your employee be successful and help your company reach these goals. And you then don't make sure that when that employee is working hard and putting forth effort, if you're not complimenting them on their effort and anytime you see anything extra or something that sticks out, and and sometimes we have to really train ourselves to see the effort, as long as we're uh, commenting and rewarding somebody on their effort, then they will get better. It's the same thing for people we're teaching on the golf course, whether it be our kids or our friends, and it's the same thing for us. We have to get to a point where we are comfortable in rewarding ourselves for the things we can control, and that is our effort. So hopefully that, I mean, I know it's a little in the weeds, but it's so important to understand that we as humans have to be rewarded, and it has to be associated to something that we can control consistently and we cannot control. There is too much in a golf swing to go wrong. Um, and, and, and we don't practice enough to have these unreal expectations of performing perfectly all the time. So we need to make sure that we are rewarding ourselves for the things that we can control, even when we don't have the ability to practice. And that's setting up and getting ready to hit a really good golf shot and then letting it go. And, and rewarding yourself for letting it go and not, being, not interfering with your golf swing, of just being there and letting it happen and taking care of all the stuff that we consciously can take care of, the wind, the break, the, the, the trouble, the shot, the target, all those things that we can be focused on. That's what we need to reward ourselves on. If we do a good job with that stuff, whatever happens with the shot happens. And that cannot be what we react to. Okay? Our golf becomes a pretty crappy game in a big hurry if it's all about results. But if you make it about effort, the results will get better. They won't mean as much to you When you shoot under par, it won't mean as much to you as the fact that you stayed committed to whatever you were committed to and you rewarded yourself all day long for the effort. You will be more um, content with your effort than you will be with your score. And I know that sounds crazy, but you'll get there. And you know what happens when you're not so focused on the score? Scores get better. Right? You don't freak out and tense up and stress out. Um, Because you are controlling and rewarding yourself on the things that actually make a difference, that you can actually control. And I hope that makes some sense. I know we got in the weeds a little bit today. But anyway, that that is really good data. That is important in every aspect of life. And I share that as um, for those that uh, want to think on a Thinking Tuesday, I hope it was helpful. So until next time, this is Aaron Stewart saying thank you for joining me once again on Data Access Golf where better data always means better golf. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com, and we'll see you on the next episode.